You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. All right, today's guest is Roy Krebs, the co-founder and CEO of Natural Stacks, an open source supplement company focused on helping consumers improve mood, memory, and focus. As the leader of Natural Stacks, Roy is passionate about maintaining transparency in labeling and honest sourcing of all ingredients. Roy's here today to share the details about the different ways you can optimize your brain health and, perf- and performance naturally, as well as answering most popular questions and concerns about possible benefits and drawbacks of supplements. Now, he's on a mission to build a billion better brains through supplements, and he'll share his journey to achieve that goal. So welcome to the show today, Roy. Cheers, Dr. Pound. Thanks for having me. And before we get into the billion better brains, I want to talk a little bit about the the man behind the company. So I see you've got quite a diverse background from real estate to business to nutraceuticals, and here you are helping people hack their brains. So tell me a little bit about your journey here and and what got you interested in this. Sure. So uh, back to college. In college, I was kind of trying to figure out you know what I wanted to do professionally. Um, I was an athlete, so I played college football. I was the captain of the team, and I also did martial arts. Um, so I was a, a pretty fine-tuned athlete, and not as active uh, now, but definitely in college and after college, I was doing everything I could to improve my physical performance. So working out a ton, um, eating the right things, supplements. I was I was fine-tuning my body for physical performance. Um, and you know, I, I think I always, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. My, my dad worked for himself. Um, and I, and I saw the flexibility that he had and, um, I guess I just didn't quite know exactly what it was going to be. And I ended up doing in the real estate industry after college, um, doing that for a few years. But what really got me interested about the brain and, and supplements in, in general was, um, a couple of things that happened to me, I, I guess, two or three years after college. Um, and one was my grandfather going through Alzheimer's and dementia. And this was the, the first time that I had experienced a, a really a, a major health problem in my family. And it was really eye opening and uh, um, someone that, that you love degrading quickly and quickly not becoming their, their, themselves and, um, you know, losing that their cognitive power and their memories and who they are um, was really eye-opening to me. And at the same time, professionally, I was procrastinating. I, I wasn't so stoked on, on real estate. The market was crashing and I still had you know, a big to-do list, and a lot of things to do, but I was, I was not getting it done. Um, so my own brain wasn't working very well. And I kind of caught on to that as I saw my grandfather go through this. And that's when I, when I really became passionate about um, the brain and how can I improve performance, not only now, but something that, how can I maintain this brain health for the long term of, of my life? Um, and, and so, yeah, that, that's the background is that I've always been an athlete. I've always taken care of my body, but I realized that I, I really hadn't thought about my brain. I wasn't taking care of my brain the way that I was my body. And, and so that's re- really kind of spurred this mission of, of mine to build a billion better brains and to help as many people as I can improve their mental capacity and mental performance. 
I want to go back to how you, what, what are some things that kind of clued you in that maybe your brain wasn't functioning optimally? And how does one really measure that for themselves and differentiate that from just kind of, oh, what someone would consider overall just forgetfulness? Yeah, yeah good question. Um, so for me, it was the lack of drive and motivation, but then coupled with um, kind of like an inability to concentrate and not able to focus on a task for more than, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Um, so I, I think for me, it was a motivation and drive that I had this to do list, but I couldn't get myself to start it. And then coupled with once I did get started, I, I wasn't able to execute on the work. I, my brain was a little bit fuzzy and I would maybe work for a half an hour or, or so, and then kind of go back to procrastination state. So that, that's what noticed it for me. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the, the sports that I played, football, I, I was hitting my head repetitively. It's lots of lots of sports are are pretty violent, and and I think it, it does affect some people more than others. But um, yeah, that repeated blow to your to your head can impact your ability to concentrate. So tell sure. us a little bit more about that mission: build a billion better brains. What does what does that mean to you? And and uh, and what are you trying to accomplish by that? Sure. So really, I believe that mental health and mental decline is the biggest health issue of our time. And um, you just see it with like, uh, I saw a couple weeks ago that Calm, the, the iPhone app, is now worth over a billion dollars. Um, you know, people are trying to unplug. People are, are caught up in, in this day-to-day stimuli that, that we're in. And, and there's a lot of stress happening. Um, and at the same time, I think there's a lot of, of brain fog. And, and I think most people don't even realize it, that, that they're not performing at their best ability. Most people don't even realize that their brain is maybe, you know, half the capacity or they're getting half the output that they could if they had optimized for sleep and nutrition. Um, so, so really I believe that mental health and, and mental decline is the biggest problem of our time. So that's why I, I wanted to jump into this, not only because of my, my personal experiences with brain and we want to build a better brain. So what does that mean? We want to help people think faster, remember more, sleep better, be, be in a more positive mood. And, and these are the, the I'm, I'm trying to build a better brain and these are the, I'm trying to build the ideal person that I want to like hang out with, you know, that, that I want to communicate with in my world is a happy, productive, focused person. Um, and, and a lot of people are, are lacking in, in one or several of those areas. So if we can impact just one, one area, if it's sleep, if it's mood, if it's productivity, um, all these little things are going to help build a better brain. There's so much moving this rat race right now. And, you know, there's crazy political news every day. There's, you know, the, the, the business world is happening so fast. Technology is moving so quickly. Um, you're just blasted with notifications on your phone, uh, emails, you know, you, you, people now just get their emails on their cell phone and they're, they're nonstop connected. Whereas, you know, 10, 20 years ago when there wasn't even internet or, or cell phones, uh, people operated in a much different way. You go to work, you know, and, and when you come home, you're, you're done. You're, you're not thinking about work. And now it's like impossible. You're just, you're on the clock 24 seven. 
Yeah, I just actually I just was talking to a, a business partner this morning who wanted to know how much I worked, how many hours specifically. They wanted a, a number. And <laughs> is that I, a I just, question? <laughs> I, that's what I said. I said I've I've tried answering that before, and it's it's not that I you know most people you know oh you know you don't work that much because they don't see me very much in the clinic, but I I I too kind of fall into that category of you know maybe in between something I'll think about work, and it's not that I. I don't want to use the word have to because I don't like to use that word, but I just choose to because I enjoy thinking about work. Um, but then again, how do we quantify that? Because it's hard to quantify. What do you do for fun? How do you how do you unplug or are you just always unplugged now? I mean, I'm assuming that's not the case, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty plugged in, but I, but I take conscious efforts to unplug. So um, when I'm when I'm at home hanging out with my my daughter, she's 15 months, cell phone's off. You know, I, I, I really make a strong point not to be looking at my cell phone when I'm hanging out with, with my child. I, I like to go um, canoeing and, and I'll do that just for like an hour or two. I'll, in the middle of the day, I'll just, I'll take a break and I'll go, uh, there's lots of waterways here in Seattle and I'll just jump in the water and paddle. Uh, and that's the way that I clear my brain. But when, I, when I'm hanging out with people and I'm not working, I, I like to have, you know, a, a deep, thoughtful conversations. So like this, something that is, is meaningful, something that, that makes you think, something that, you know, we're processing thoughts, we're coming up with novel ideas. And that's, that's exciting to me. Um, when someone can be in that state, which means, you know, they're not stressed out, they're calm, they're, they're thoughtful, they, they, you can have a, a real deep conversation with someone when their, their brain is pretty stable. You know, when someone's super stressed or, or they're in a negative mood, um, that's not really the person you want to be hanging out with all the time. Yeah, and it, it is, like you said, kind of a conscious effort, too. I, like you, uh, it sounds like en- enjoy getting out, and I live 15 minutes from somewhere I can go canoeing, and there's no cell phone reception, you know, <laughs> no 4G out there. So I'm forced to be yeah. able to, there's something calm about just sitting there on the water, and there's yeah, and you, knowing absolutely. that there's nothing you can do to reach anyone, right? <laughs> Yep, yep. You're on your own for a couple hours, you know. Some people go a little crazy listening to the heartbeat, but uh, I love it. <laughs> well, let's get into the way you seem to bring focus, though. And and I want to talk more about, let's talk start talking about the brain benefits of something like, say, magnesium. Well, magnesium in general is, is a big topic. Most people are deficient in magnesium. So, uh, one study found that I think over 50% of adults and then 70 to 80% of elderly adults are deficient in magnesium. These are Americans. Um, so, so why is that? I think the main reason is because magnesium comes from green, green leafy vegetables. And most people don't eat very many of those. And it, even if you do, the soils are pretty depleted of natural minerals. And it's really hard to get enough magnesium in, in your diet. Um, so, so yeah, you know, over time, um, most people don't realize that they're deficient in magnesium, but it can cause, you know, just minor aches and pains. It, it can cause some muscle stiffness, um, and, and really the, the stress it, you, you need magnesium to be able to filter through stress. And, and so stress can, can become more of an issue if you're deficient in magnesium. Um, really a, a lot of heart issues over time because, your heart requires the magnesium to, to pump. Um, so it kind of starts as, as pretty mild things, you know, maybe, maybe stress, maybe the inability to fall asleep. Um, but then uh, severe deficiencies can become pretty major problems. And so 
magnesium, I, I would say if someone was to choose just one supplement out of any supplement they could take, it would be magnesium. Um, and then, yeah, for the brain, um, that there's some really interesting studies that are coming out just over the last five years. Um, MIT developed a form of magnesium called magnesium threonate. It's also known as magteen as the brand name. Um, and this is the only form of magnesium that's been able to cross the blood brain barrier. And they have these significant studies. Most of them are on the elderly folks, but they're increasing synapse density, which then leads to improved memory and cognition. Um, on one study, they studied brain age, and I think they studied brain age based on cognitive impairment and synapse density. And so they gave like a, every brain they studied an, an age based on, okay, here's how old you are, but here's how old your brain is um, based on the brain health. And after I think 60 days of taking this magnesium supplement, they lowered their brain age by nine years. And wow. So, so super, super powerful stuff, but really that the main benefit that I see people um, that take magnesium that maybe weren't taking it in the past or didn't even realize that they were deficient is sleep. So being able to fall asleep and stay asleep longer um, is the first, I think, benefit that people really see. And they're like, wow, I, I had no idea that a magnesium could do that. But if you're deficient, um, you're going to have problems effectively falling asleep. In my clinic, I work in a in a pain pain management clinic. And so most people are just mm-hmm. looking for something to take to feel better. And so typically, you know, we can, like you said, rec- recommend magnesium. And typically they will start feeling better. They will start sleeping better. And and it could be to, to like you said, this underlying deficiency that they already had, which maybe isn't necessarily causing their pain, but it certainly is a contributor. For sure, yeah. And magnesium is involved in so many things. You need it to create neurotransmitters, and that's going to help your mood. You need it to to calm down in both your brain and your body. The ability to like go into bed and just have your muscles relax. You know, a lot of people I think are are just constantly tight in in their muscles and their body, and and even their brain is kind of wound up, and they have a hard time just relaxing and kind of easing everything. And magnesium really helps you do that. So give us a little bit of information. When one is looking for a supplement, what, what, what one should look for? Maybe some, a few clues into whether they're making a wise decision. Yeah, absolutely. So there's dozens of different kinds of magnesiums. And I do get a lot of questions because there's, there's confusion. You go to a supplement store and there will literally be hundreds of different kinds of magnesiums. And so your doctor t- or your friend tells you that, hey, I need to, you need to take magnesium. Um, <laughs> it's really hard if you don't have the knowledge of, of the supplement industry. And so the, the main thing you want to look for is something that's chelated. And that means that this magnesium molecule has been bound to an amino acid. And there's a main reason for that. It's, it's for absorption because your body orally is really bad at absorbing minerals. It's just not a very efficient um, and transdermally. So if you could take an Epsom salt bath or take a magnesium lotion, that's really a, probably the most effective way to quickly get magnesium into your system. But not everyone is taking an Epsom salt bath on a regular basis. So supplements are very convenient, but you have to get something that's chelated, which means it's bound to an amino acid because your body is really good at absorbing amino acids. All of your major food groups are made up of these building block amino acids. And so if you can combine the magnesium molecule to an amino acid, 
then you can absorb it really effectively. So when you're looking at all the different kinds of magnesiums, the most common one on the market will be magnesium oxide. And it's in most multivitamins. It's, it's cheap. It's really easy to formulate with, but it's only like 15% absorbed. So it causes some loose stools, some diarrhea, some uh, gastrointestinal discomfort because you're not absorbing it and your body can't effectively absorb it. The next kind of grade up, I would say a little bit better than magnesium um, oxide would be magnesium citrate. So, you know, if, if you're on a budget and you, you just want to try some magnesium, that's kind of the run of the mill. It's, it's still pretty cheap. It's still pretty low quality. It's, it's probably only like 30% absorbed. Um, so most people do pretty well in magnesium citrate, but it's, it's not, you still might get some stomach discomfort because it's not absorbed very well. So really you want to look for something that ends in an ATE and that will be like magnesium glycinate or magnesium taurate, magnesium threonate. These are magnesiums that have been bound to an amino acid. Magnesium that's been bound to glycine is magnesium glycinate. Magnesium that's been bound to taurine is magnesium taurate. So not only are you getting this amazing absorption benefit because you're combining it with amino acid, you're also getting the benefit of that amino acid, which is cool as well. Um, so yeah, the, the main thing, you have to find something that's chelated and um, it's going to, you're, you're going to see it. <laughs> your, your checkbook's going to see it too because you can get a really cheap magnesium for like 5 or $10. But the, these high quality forms of magnesiums are you know closer to 30 to $40. Um, but you get what you pay for. These magnesiums actually work. You can feel the benefits uh, almost immediately when you take a magnesium that's really easily absorbed. Yeah, and that's what I was going to bring up you. I'm glad you led into that because people, when they go and look at these different products on online or in the store, like you said, um, they're going to see the, these huge price differences. And typically, we'll maybe go to the bottom and try and look for the, I mean, usually it's the best packaging, right? Or maybe the most reviews <laughs> or whatever looks yeah. the best or you know whatever we think is the most trustworthy. Um, but when it comes down to it, you just can't produce that high quality at a, a, low, co a low cost and, and be the low cost leader. You can't. Um, so it's it's hard. It does require some consumer education to know the difference between a high quality magnesium and a low quality magnesium. So you really have to educate yourself. Um, you want to see that word chelated, something that ends in an ATE that's been bound to an amino acid, and that's the only way you can effectively get a high dose of magnesium into your system. And I like that you brought up uh, the. Epsom salt baths too, because I was first introduced to yeah. flo floating about 10 years ago. And, um, oh, awesome. and I tried it. My wife tried it. She loved it. She told my father-in-law about it. He loved it. You know, then he wanted a tank in his, you know, his house. Um, <laughs> and we have, we actually have some, some paste here that we use, you know, that will kind of, sometimes if you've got a sore joint, yeah. I've had patients who love, you know, knee pain, they just put that paste around their knee and they will have improved. It's amazing. You know, it, when you do it, like you said, transdermally, it's it's pretty quick and it's pretty effective. But you know, not it is messy and it's hard to <laughs> you know get done. And yeah. filling up a bath maybe um, maybe time consuming as well and costly. But I, I like what you said about being able to just find high quality supplement that's an easy way for us to be able to get get this relief on the go as well. And it seems pretty effective. Supplements are convenient, but yeah. 
you have to really dig through and find the high quality supplements for them to, to be effective. Um, cool. You mentioned floating. I'm a big fan. There's, there's some great float centers here in Seattle. I try to go at least once a month. Um, and yeah, when you step out of that float tank after being in there for an hour or more and having all that, I mean, not, not to mention the like meditation benefits, but just all that magnesium that goes through your body, you, you don't feel better. That's like the best that I feel physically is when I'm walking and mentally, really, when I'm walking out of the float center, my, my body just feels so light and, and fluid, um, and it really is amazing for any sort of recovery, athletic recovery, um, is floating just, I, I think, yeah, getting all that magnesium into your system transdermally is, is super effective. But like you said, um, it's hard to do that on a regular basis. Well, and you think education about supplements is difficult. Try explaining floating to someone. You know, I try, I try to tell my patients, they're like, so what do you do? I just sit there for an hour. You know, you just sit there in the, in the water for an hour. What does it do? You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a step. In, and I've taken my parents uh, to it. I've uh, taken my wife and my friends. And, and yeah, no one knows what to expect, you know. And some people kind of go crazy sitting in there in quiet for an hour, but there's nothing better that uh, I think. And, and I guess just to give your listeners a quick, quick primer, you're in this, this room or this coffin, basically uh, it, you're in this pretty small coffin. It, it's completely blacked out. So you can't see the water is the same temperature as your skin and it's super buoyant. There's a lot of salt uh, in there. So it's almost this, you don't feel anything because the water is the same temperature as your skin and you're so buoyant that you lose that physical touch almost. And then um, there's no sound. So you're basically turning off all of your senses. And yeah, it's amazing. Just you and you and your heartbeat. And so it's a great way to really organize your thoughts and calm down. But the secondary benefit of getting all that magnesium is really amazing. Yeah. The first time I went in there, um, I, I came at the, she knocked on the door and I, I, I'm like that. That was that couldn't have been more than ten or fifteen minutes, and then I realized it had been an hour. Yeah. I'm like, "What happened?" You know, it was just such a weird experience. You know, because time just—if you can shut your brain down—it's it's amazing. Yeah, it really is just an easy way to meditate. You know, when you're if you try to meditate just in your room, or whatever, you know, your leg hurts, your your butt hurts because you're sitting down. Uh, you hear your your neighbor, you know, leaving their house, and it's like it, it's really hard to turn off all those things. Whereas when you're in a float tank, it just happens for you. So it's really easy to get to that deep meditative state very quickly. Like you said, you kind of just time warp. Now, I want to talk about Natural Stacks because I've actually yeah. known about the company for uh, a while and been following cool. it. And so it was kind of cool how, how we got introduced. But uh, what I found uh, interesting was your commitment to sourcing you know, 100% of their, your own ingredients. And so tell us a little bit about yeah. that, what that entails and why that's important. Yeah, it's a big deal, and I'm glad that, that you noticed that. Is the way the supplement industry works is that a company like myself will give a formula or, or an idea for a formula to a manufacturer, and that manufacturer will they'll do everything turnkey. They source the ingredients, they they mix it up, they package it, they put a label on it, and they send it to you. Or they send it to your fulfillment center. And so as a supplement owner, most brands are really hands-off 
on the product, which is, is kind of crazy to me. Um, but, but that's how it works. And many supplement manufacturers are accustomed to sourcing the ingredients and they like to because they make money on the ingredients. And um, a lot of these ingredients are commodities, right? So they, they fluctuate in price um, based on, on demand and, and tariffs and things like this. And so um, it's the manufacturer's incentive to use the cheapest ingredients because they can mark it up. I was not comfortable with that. So really from day one, I went to the manufacturer and I said, I, I am going to purchase this ingredient from this supplier. I am going to purchase this ingredient from that supplier and I'm going to send them all to you. All I want you to do is blend it and package it. And I got a lot of pushback. Manufacturers don't like that because I'm taking away all their money. Um, but you know, we found some honest ones that, that would work with us. And that's what we do is we purchase all of our own ingredients direct. And that allows us control over our supply chain. Whereas most supplement companies don't even know where they're getting their ingredients at all. Um, whereas we have gone really around the world and found who are the best, most high quality suppliers for each individual ingredient. If you're looking at amino acids, we get our amino acids from Ajinomoto, which is a Japanese company, highest quality pharmaceutical grade amino acids. We get um, all of our B vitamins are, are fully um, activated, methylated. All of our minerals are chelated. Even like our vitamin C we're getting from Scotland. Uh, it's a non-GMO source of vitamin C, which is hard to find. So really every single ingredient, I want to find what's the highest quality. And, and quality relates to absorption. So what's the highest quality? Because I want it to be effective. Um, and I want to ensure consistency on every batch. So I have to use the same suppliers. So that, that's what we've done is we've sourced all of our ingredients and we've actually posted that on our website, um, who all of our suppliers are. So as a consumer, you know where everything came from. And it, you know, it seems pretty basic, but it's really not many brands in the supplement industry that are doing this. But right when, I, when we started Natural Stacks, I, I saw it as a huge problem, the just lack of transparency in the industry. And people had this kind of shady connotation with supplements. And, and I said, you know, why? What's going on here? And, and really, it was all these reasons. One is proprietary formulas. A lot of companies don't even tell you exactly what's in the product. Um, so deceptive labeling and, and, you know, ineffective doses of certain ingredients. But it, it all starts because it's a really unregulated industry. You know, um, anyone can, can put something out in the market. And really, the FDA is not going to step in unless there's like some severe consumer alerts, you know, if, if you start harming people and the FDA gets wind of it, then, then they'll step in. But um, there's really not many regulatory checks and balances to, to bring something to market, which is a little scary. Um, and then the proprietary formulas and the deceptive labeling and then the lack of, of sourcing transparency. And there's actually a lot of fake ingredients out there too, which brand owners may not even know. Um, you know, certain, certain bad groups overseas have found ways to replicate ingredients. Um, there's a few botanicals specifically that are known to be highly adulterated and fake. Um, one is grapeseed extract. You know, the, um, some group in China figured out how to, to make a substance made out of, of peanut holes 
that will tr- trigger the same test. It will, a, a test to show that this is grapeseed extract. <laughs> it's not actually grapeseed extract. It's peanut that's, shell. That's crazy. Um, and and there's, there's multiple stories like this. There's a lot of fake rhodiola in the market. Um, there's a lot of fake ginkgo. There's a lot of fake uh, mushroom products. Um, specifically, the botanicals are, are pretty pretty highly adulterated. So, so it's like if you want to actually get a real a real ingredient that you know is going to work and you know it's cultivated and, and harvested in the right way, you have to source it yourself. And, and I've talked to several doctors, and their some of their concerns is okay. What if you ha- if you have to take a supplement the rest of your life? Is it truly a supplement, or is it you know just something you rely on? Uh, supplements should be taken to supplement the holes we have in our diet. We should improve our diet and so on and so forth. Like you said in the beginning, there's some holes in the diet. Um, but let's talk about you f- for just a minute regarding this. How many supplements do you take a day? I mean, you're you're running a supplement company. Are you on all your supplements? Are, are there certain ones that you you take personally? Um, and and uh, and how can we relate to that? Sure. Um, total on any given day, I'm probably taking ten different supplements. Um, I I do not take the same thing every day. I, I mix it up based on how I'm feeling and what I want to be doing that day. Um, very generally, I'll take a morning stack and an evening stack. And then sometimes during the day, I'll, I'll add some things in. But in the morning, I'm taking a vitamin D3. Um, specifically in the winter and the summer, you know, I'll only take it a couple of days a week. But in the winter, I'm taking it pretty much every day. I live up in Seattle where there's not as much sun in the winter. Um, I take our dopamine brain food, which is precursors and, and cofactors to dopamine. And um, I've done some introspective tests and, and I've shown that I'm maybe naturally a little bit deficient in dopamine. So I really like that feeling of wanting to accomplish a task, wanting to do something. So um, dopamine relates really well to me. And I take that product almost every morning. I also take, um, we have a Myco Boost product, which is some cordyceps along with some Urban Mate extract. I really like that feeling of it's like a, an uplifting effect. that's different than caffeine. It's not, you know, jittery or anything like that. I'll take that on most mornings just to for a little get up and go. Um, and then, you know, on a daily basis, I, I typically will take a krill oil if I'm not eating fish that day. Um, I like curcumin on some days that my muscles are feeling a little tight or, or worn down. Um, I take magnesium every evening. I'll take GABA. Um, we have a GABA supplement that I'll take on some days that I, I really need to get better rest or I know I'm going to have a little bit of trouble sleeping. Um, and then I also take um, additional mushrooms. I take uh, lion's mane at night, which um, I really like the studies on that. It's not something that you're going to feel immediately, but that's a cool supplement. Um, and then throughout the day, I, I kind of use on demand. So, so if I'm feeling like I'm stressed out or in a little bit negative mood, I'll take some, some serotonin precursors and just kind of correct that and put myself back into a baseline as soon as I can so that I can be more productive throughout the day. Um, so, so for me, I, I generally gravitate towards certain supplements on a more regular basis, but then I use the other ones that we have um, as tools. And, and maybe that's once a week, maybe it's three times a week. Um, based on how I'm feeling and what I'm trying to do. Well, just like floating, the time flies by, and uh, it's been great having you on the show today. But before we leave, just can you let our listeners know, if they want to connect with you or your company, where would they go? Oh, for sure. Um, 
I'm transparent in business. I'm transparent personally as well. And, and please feel free to reach out. My direct email address is Roy at naturalstacks.com. I'd love to hear any questions or concerns that people have. And I love to kind of geek out about supplements and brain health. So please feel free to reach out directly. Match Roy at naturalstacks.com. Our website is naturalstacks.com. That's it. Um, stacks like a stack of books. So not a snack, but a stack, naturalstacks.com. <laughs> and then um, if someone wanted to try our, our neurotransmitter supplements, we, we're running a, a promo right now at trybrainfood.com trybrainfood.com and you can try our neurotransmitter specific products that's the dopamine brain food the serotonin brain food acetylcholine brain food and GABA brain food so a lot of experimentation to do uh, but super fun stuff great and we'll include all those links in the show notes again thank you so cool. much for being on the show today Roy it's been a pleasure and uh, wish you all the best with the future of the company absolutely that did fly by but we'll talk again soon and I understand you're coming on to our podcast yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it looks like we're we're going to be talking a little bit about sleep and the perfect fit pillow. So I mean, something that most of my patients ask me about. So yeah, I look cool. forward. Yeah, to I look forward to having you on. And I've talked with uh, Sean, our, our host, and he's been using your pillow, and he said he's already had some amazing results just in the first couple. Oh, that's days. cool. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, Cheers. thanks for being on the show today, and yeah, have a great day. Absolutely. Talk soon. And as you heard Roy tell you, the Perfect Fit Pillow is available for sale. So if you haven't got yours yet, go to www.perfectfitpillows.com to get the customizable, adjustable pillow that helps you keep perfect sleeping posture, developed by a chiropractor specifically for people with neck pain. Again, this is perfectfitpillows.com. It's a great way to show your support for the show, perfectfitpillowswithans.com. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com.